One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Came out of nowhere because <laughs> they like to do this to us. Today, we're talking about Dominique. Dominique Taub Stanton Baldwin. Yes. But she was made a name Stanton. Mm-hmm. Then Mary Taub, mm-hmm. then Baldwin. Yes. So as we know, she is Cody Bell's mother. Do you think he's going to change his last name? No. Okay, cool. Me neither. She arrived in 1991, was originally portrayed by Tawny Ferry Ellis, and then was more popularly known by Shell Danielson from 91 to 93. I guess the first one only was like six episodes or something like that. When we originally started doing the research... I went to YouTube first and I was like, there has to be a great Dominique playlist. There so isn't. No. Everyone is really over-focused on her dying. And it was traumatic. <sighs> it was so traumatic. Uh, even Ryan walked by whenever I was watching it and they were playing like Scott reflecting on everything. And so it was like sad music. And Ryan asked if I had watched it back in the day. And I said, yeah. And he was like, did you cry? And I was like, no. And he was like, yeah, you don't cry at anything. <laughs> That's not true. Okay. But we're uh, not even going to get into all. You cried. Of, course. of course you cried. That's not even oh. a question. No one was asking you if you cried. We knew you cried. <laughs> but <laughs> um, you got real angry. We knew that. you cried. You always cry. But yeah, everything was just hyper focused on here's her death. Like this last couple yeah. days of her death dying and then what happened afterwards not her actual life well and even the general hospital fandom write-up is very one, small two three four five six and a half paragraphs mm-hmm. and i was definitely not under the impression that that was it right you know i mean we just did the entire thing with deception so yeah. i feel like we can kind of skip a lot of that talk because mm-hmm. once we get to it but I went to our girl, Curly Q Girl, and did the year break or like the monthly, weekly breakdown and pulled from that and got 14 pages. Wow. <laughs> okay. Talk about one extreme to another. Just for 1991. Yeah. One so extreme to another. Dominique is going to be more than one week. Of course. On the first blush, I thought that it was going to be one week of Dominique, one week of Leopold, one week of Serena. And like a short week. Like we're going to read through this and exactly. be done. No. no. Thank you, Curly Q, for all the info. Just yeah. sometimes not prepared for the in-depth. No, but it makes so much more sense now. And yes. it explains. So this one definitely, I felt like it was really important because it dives into her relationship with Mac. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are saying that they think that Mac is the dad, not Leopold of Cody. 
Okay, so this will explain their relationship. Somebody did request that we do an entire history on Leopold. And after reading part of this, I don't think that we're going to be able to really do one just on Leopold. No. I think that it's going to have to be on the cartel, mm-hmm. which involves Faison. And <laughs> I've, already, be I've already told him that he is going to be hearing us talk about him <laughs> quite a lot. But I think that we are going to have to talk about the cartel, not just the uphold, because that's also been mentioned a lot in the show lately. So I guess we can get started with June 4th, 1991. I'm just diving into it. I don't know where Mac is coming back from, but Mac comes back to Robert and tells him that they need to break camp as they are on private property. I guess he's with Robert and Anna. Do you want to take a look? There was, yeah, there was, there was. Oh yes. We're also using the scrapbook. Okay. So Mac had been gone and then Mac came back and he blinked back tears and said, Robert, I didn't abandon you. I went for help. And he poured out his grief at having killed their parents and how Robert was gone by the time he could get back. And he killed them right then and there. Like right that second. No, he killed them like when they were younger. Oh, okay. Because they were arguing about why, why he hadn't been around. So, um, but where were they right now? Hold on. It's getting there. Okay. Have no patience. So he'd felt it. Robert had felt it himself when he thought he'd killed Mac. The brother Scorpios were reunited at last, but they were in trouble under arrest for Rory's death. Good. We've reused another name. Thanks. So there you go. In adjoining cells, Mac confided to Robert that ELQ savior Paul Hornsby had hired him to sabotage the boat, but not blow it up, which is the whole whenever. This is when we met Mac. Yes. Okay. And then um, Mac and Robert bonded. Anna left Robin with Sean and Tiffany and went to search for them. Escaping from jail, Mac and Robert met Anna. And this is when they took refuge at the luxurious estate named Serenity. Okay. So this is where Mac comes back to Robert and tells him that they need to break camp as they are on private property. Apparently, that is a law he does not want to break. <laughs> right, right. He killed his parents and broke out of jail, but we cannot stay on this property that's not ours. You know what the worst part is? We did an entire 411 on Mac. I can't remember the part about him killing his parents, but that's just that's all right. me. Mac ventures off and Anna spots him and tackles him. She wants him to take her to Robert. She tells Mac that she is ruining her family and Robert shows up and Anna runs to him and jumps in his arms. They kiss and she sees his bullet wound and accuses Mac of shooting him. Robert tells her that Mac saved him and Anna realizes that they have found peace with each other. Also important to remember, this is bad accent, Mac. No, that's not important to remember. Yes, it is. They made peace with each other. That's what's important. No, it's important to remember that Mac had a really bad Australian (laughs) accent right now. (laughs) So in case you go to the videos. Oh, and that was the thing. So about halfway through this, I was like, oh, I wonder if I just look up, you know, 1991, the date. Uh, But 1991 is like full episodes playlist. Oh, wow. So no. No, I did not do that. I watched about two minutes of one video. You will know why when I get there. Okay. When we get there, I don't know who's going to be reading it. Mac wanders off and sees a huge mansion called Serenity. He sees a beautiful woman out in the garden. It's Dominique Tobe. Tobe? Tobe, I thought. Tobe. Dominique. This is her first appearance on GH. Mac tells her that his car broke down and he needs help. He asks her if there's an inn around for them to stay. And she asks him in for some tea. Mac tells her that his brother and wife are there and wonders if they can join them. Robert and Anna and Mac come to the mansion, but Dominique has no phone. They decided to have a drink. Dominique invites them to stay for the night. Anna and Robert fall into bed together. Mac and Dominique share a drink together. Wait, they weren't married. No. I don't think. Mm-mm. Fast forward, they were not married. No, nope, they were not. Because that is going to matter in a minute. Yep. Maybe he, they were just lying and saying that they were married. True. Because, you know. They had been married before. They had been, yes. So, close enough. (laughs) Dominique does not need all that info (laughs) on the first meeting. Max trying not to overwhelm her. (laughs) Uh, The police stop at Dom's house and ask her if she has seen an Australian man. He, they're referring to Mac because right. he has the bad accent. <laughs> she tells them no. The accent was very important. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> but in a good way, not a mean way. Like you but, but no, no, no. But people who just now are watching the show would only associate an Australian man to be Robert. True. All right, go ahead. 
She tells them no. She tells her housekeeper that she doesn't want to let them go just yet. Robert and Anna are in bed and Anna asks what the deal is with Paul Hornsby. Robert tells her to stop talking. (laughs) I'm sure that there was a reason why and I didn't look it up. I'm sorry. Mac knocks on Robert. Oh, maybe he was being like all lovingly like, okay, seriously, we are in bed together in this beautiful mansion. Let's not talk about Paul Hornsby. And how about you just stop talking and (laughs) thank you for that reenactment. (laughs) Robert tells him that he thinks Paul is trying to take down the quarter mains and Dominique comes in and gives them all the all formal clothes for dinner. Mac is totally falling for Dominique after an hour. After some tea and formal wear, yes. Okay. They all have a romantic dinner. <laughs> Why is it romantic? It probably just have candlelight. Right. And China. Robert and Anna and Mac and Dominique dance. Someone is at the door. It is the two men from the restaurant. I don't know what restaurant, but we're just going to let that go. Dominique sends them away and continues her dance with Mac. Mac and Dominique are starting to fall for each other. So now she's having feelings. This was, is 6-6? Six, six? What was yeah, the first Two days day? later. Two, okay. days later. <laughs> two days later. So they've wow. been spending some time together. Wow. So now they've probably spent like 10 hours together, not counting sleeping. And they are falling for each other. They are having a drink before dinner. Anna goes and checks on Robert, who is lying in bed. He's spending a lot of time in bed. Anna and Robert talk about Mac being taken by Dominique. She mentions that Robert looks much healthier now that the antibiotics are kicking in. Oh, he was shot. That's why he's in bed. (laughs) And that's probably why. He was probably annoyed by Anna talking. So there might have not been smooches. It was just like a dude. Seriously, I I have a shot. And they fell in his bed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's like Ava and... Nicholas, like, I'll stab you, and that gets me so turned <laughs> on. You have a gunshot. I can do nothing but fall into bed with you. <laughs> Dominique and Mac go walking by a stream. A horse goes by and knocks her down. Mac realizes she couldn't hear the horse and can't hear anything. She admits to him that she lost her hearing years ago. They kiss, then Dominique runs off. Robert and Anna hear a phone ringing. They wonder why Dominique lied that she didn't have a phone there. They try to use it, but the maid walks back in. Mac comes in and tells Robert and Anna that Dominique is deaf and lied about the phone. Dominique comes in and tells them that there is a constable in the driveway and they need to hide. I'm just curious as to how they did not know that she could not hear the first night. And <laughs> we spent two days together and I'm falling for you, but I don't know that you can't hear. Right. Like that's a... Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Leopold Taub, his first appearance on GH. He asks the maid where Dominique is. She greets Leopold in the hallway while Mac observes her kissing him. Leopold tells Dominique that a drifter was shot nearby. He came home to protect her. Mac runs up to Robert and Anna's room. He tells them Dominique is married. He is upset that she is going to sleep with her husband. Mac sneaks into the hallway to spy on them. Ew! Anna and Robert try to escape while Demon. Dominique and Leopold are in the bedroom. Mac finds Dominique and asks her why she lied. They ask her if it is safe in that house. They ask if she is being held against her will. They ask her if Leopold knows that they are staying there. She tells them they can't leave because guards are all over the place. Anna, Robert, Mac hear Leopold talking about searching the grounds again. So then Robert, Anna, and Mac are spying on Leopold out the window. Leopold tells Dominique that he has to leave again. She tells him it's fine and she understands. He leaves. Robert tells Mac he needs to call Sean and pave the way for them to get back to Port Charles. Mac says he is not going. He is going to Canada. Robert tells him he has to come back to Port Charles to clear his name of murder. Mac accuses Dominique of lying to them and doesn't trust her getaway plan. Robert and Anna say to go for it. Anna, Robert, and Mac leave Dominique. Or Anna, Robert, and Mac leave. Dominique watches them with a longing look. Anna, Robert, and Mac are driving back to Port Charles and having a sing-along in the car. I don't know that song. You don't know the song? Okay, so they were singing Waltzing Matilda, and that's why I went. And I was like, so what songs are they singing in the song-along, sing-along in the car? It's Waltzing Matilda, Waltzing Matilda. You don't know that song? Nope. Okay, hold on. So <laughs> I'll keep reading while you find that. No, it's I have it. Oh. Because it, it, it was it. like oh the last God. thing that I watched on YouTube. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Thank goodness. Listen, do you uh, think they still have the roadblocks up? Probably. More than likely that finger like sheriff is uh, tracing down his car by now. Yeah, finger likes. <laughs> oh, never again, right? Yeah. Well, just keep your eye on where we're going. All right. So glad we're going home. Ah, oh, but we're doing it together. Yes, Robert. Isn't that good? It's very good. Yeah, together. But I wonder, you know, we've got a lot of things to face once we get back there. Yeah, but I think amongst the three of us, we can handle it, right? Yes, I do think that. Do you think that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you think that. I'm glad that you think that. We think that you think that. Uh, was that your stomach, yes, or we just run over something? No, I'm sort of my stomach. <laughs> and speaking of that, I mean, I haven't had food in over a, at least a day now, right? Yeah, yeah, what we gotta eat. You're a growing yeah. boy. That's not a bad idea. Keep your eyes open. I'm watching the road. Uh, probably a phone call to Sean is the order of the day. Why are you both guys ordering some food? Absolutely. Okay. Sounds good to me, but you know what I feel like doing? Swing it a little more. No, no. Come on, a little no, more. One no, more course no, no. now. All right. Now, waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda. You go waltzing Matilda with me. Is the radio? That was better the first time. Why is that now? Because I don't know the line. Well, I'll ad this. You did. You sang this song together 10 years ago. That's right. I never do this. Thank you, Anna. Anna didn't know the lines either, so I'm all good. No, but it's like a pretty popular, like, little kids song. I thought. Mm, oh, sorry, I didn't know that. Okie dokie. So then on June 10th, Mac is still very concerned about Dominique. Robert says she really got to Mac. Robert, Anna, and Mac check into a motel room for the night. Robert and Anna are in bed, and he tells her that Mac is hung up on Dominique. You think? A few days later, Anna and Mac talk. She tells him that he made Robert really happy coming back to Port Charles to face the char charges together head on. Anna asks him if he's still thinking about Dominique. Then Mac decides to take a walk, and Dominique shows up at Kelly's. She asks Ruby for a place to stay in town, and she catches the interview on TV with Mac. She asks Ruby where she can find him, and Ruby says to go down to the docks. Mac is walking the docks when he runs into Dominique. She tells Mac that it's a big risk for her to come see him. She tells Mac that everything is not what it seems. She says that she is married, and she is not deaf. They decide they really don't know each other at all, and Mac tells her he wants her to stay. Anna asks Dominique why she is in town, and she asks if she's going to be here for a while. They ask her if her rich husband will be looking for her. Probably. And they tell her to play it safe and go somewhere else. Finian shows Dominique an apartment she can stay in without having to sign a lease, etc. Mac thanks him, and Mac and Dominique hug. Dominique is recalling packing her bag and leaving. She thinks that she has left her diary at home. Anna arrives to have tea with Dominique, and Dominique tells Anna that she lives being afraid all of the time. Anna tells her that she can get her out of the apartment to see Mac. Tiffany and Robin show up. Tiffany has a wig for Dominique. Robin figures out that Dominique doesn't want her husband to know where she is right now, and Mac meets Dominique for dinner in her disguise. Leopold, to Leopold Tobe shows up to meet with Paul Hornsby. Robin and Anna are at their house, and Dominique comes over to discuss business. I'm assuming like hiding me business, right. not business business. Anna tells them that they are going to Wyndham's to buy a dress. Mac is in Robert's office talking. Dominique and Robin are having tea together. And Robin says how her parents deserve some happiness. And Anna starts to see a fashion show of bridal gowns and Dominique vanishes. The next day, Mac trials, Mac's trial continues. And Dominique is waiting outside the trial as well. The newspaper wants to photograph her, but Anna protects her. Mac sees Dominique in her disguise. He tells her that he has feelings for her. Anna and Robert go out for drinks to celebrate. Scott meets Dominique in disguise at the hotel, and she says that her name is Marianne. Scott recognizes her from the courthouse, and Leopold, Leopold Tobe is checking in at the front desk looking for Paul Hornsby. Dominique is sitting on the couch within view. Scott asks her out for the evening on the town, and Dominique spots Leopold and asks Scott to take her for a walk to get her out of the way. Scott sees Mac at the hotel and tells him that Dominique took off. On June 24th, Mac and Dominique are talking. He tells her that she has an annoying habit of disappearing. Anna and Robert are in the hotel eating dinner and realize they have been stood up by Dominique and Mac. Dominique tells Mac that Leopold invades her thoughts wherever she goes. Mac tells Dominique he wants to hear about her life. She tells him she wants to hear adventure stories about him. Mac and Dominique run into a singer named Connor. Mac tells him he is good and he might want to use him at the abandoned jazz club he just bought. Mac and Dominique are together in the hideout. Anna tells her that they spotted Leopold at the hotel. 
Mac tells Dominique to leave Leopold and get a divorce. She tells him it's impossible. And this is why I'm saying, like, we can't really do Leopold by himself because a lot of it He's just comes over with all this. Yeah. yeah and he then, is involved in a lot of other stories. He not, doesn't necessarily have. Right. We'll just be repeating. Right. Ten stories over. Yeah. Yeah. Mac and Dominique decide they don't want to fight. Mac finds out from Dominique that Paul and Leopold. Leopold. Why are we having such problems saying that today? I don't know. Leopold has met before at the mansion at Finger Lakes. Mac runs off to find Robert, and Robert tells Mac that Dominique is not an innocent bystander. (gasps) Mac comes back to the hideout apartment, but Dominique is missing. He later finds her when, I'm assuming that's supposed to say with, Connor. Mac and Dominique go shopping for jewelry. Dominique sees a crystal bell and freaks out and runs out of the store. Dominique has some sort of diary she wishes she didn't have. Anna's getting ready for her wedding. Dominique sees wedding bells and hears them and freaks out and pulls out a gun. They try to get her to put it down. She faints and Matt carries her away. They take her to the Q mansion and Dominique comes to with smelling salts. Steve helps her. Finally, the wedding resumes. Matt goes back to check on Dominique. The wedding guests all funnel in for the reception. Mac brings Dominique back outside. She doesn't want to go to the reception. They go for a walk instead, and Dominique apologizes to Anna for her outburst. Mac and Dominique dance, and Mac catches the garter. I'm sure that was supposed to be foreshadowing, like, oh, they're in this there great relationship. Else. Okay. On Robert and Anna's wedding day, Dominique freaked out. She flashed back to her own wedding to Leopold Taub which was when her father had been shot to death. In a confused state, Dominique grabbed a gun and pointed it at Mac, but he was able to calm her down. Okay. So there's a little more to, like, she didn't just grab the gun for no reason. There was some, some reason there. The day after the wedding, Mac and Dominique are in the park talking. Dominique tells Mac she has to explain to him what happened at the wedding. Leopold finds out that Dominique is missing from Finger Lake area and that she has taken money. Leopold asks his housekeeper to gather some stuff for him. He wants to know where Dominique is. He tells the housekeeper he is leaving for Europe. He figures out that Dominique was kidnapped or taken, and the housekeeper knew about it. Leopold continues to question the housekeeper. He tells her he is going to call the police. He gets her to confess about knowing about the Scorpios being there. He tells her nothing bad will happen if he tells her the truth. Mac talks to Dominique about the missing bank book. Mac meets with Sean and tells... I'm sorry. Matt meets with Sean and says the book Dominique had of Tobbs is encoded just like the one Paul had. Tiffany tells Sean that Paul threatened him. Sean is livid. He tells Mac to get Dominique's book no matter what. So there's also like it was really difficult not to get into the cartel stuff. But Mm -hmm. then like some of it you have to be like, well, why did Sean say to get the book? Like the book is obviously relevant to Dominique's story, but it's also relevant in the cartel. So there might also be stuff that accidentally got left out. Just because I was like, no, cartel, no. (laughs) On July 8th, Mac and Dominique are in the club. Connor is trying to teach Dominique to dance, and he shows her how to feel the vibrations through the floor as Mac watches. Because remember, a lot of people still think she's deaf. Mac and Connor talk about opening their club. Dominique shows up. Mac tells her that he feels rejected, and then they kiss. She tells him that she needs time. And the housekeeper for Leopold shows up in Port Charles. Faison meets her at the airport. And he tells her to write a note to Dominique to get her away from Mac. Dominique shows up at the fountain to meet Mrs. Perry, the housekeeper. She tells Dominique that Leopold knows where she is and Leopold wants her to go back to him. On July 7th, Mac is at the Outback getting ready for it to open. They don't know where Dominique is. And Connor said that he gave her a note yesterday to go to the park to meet someone. Mac tells Dominique that she has to let him in and get close to her. So I guess he found her. He wants protect her dominique tells mac her feelings for him are so strong (laughs) dominique sees a man in the alley watching her and she is scared mac goes to visit dominique and finds that she has left you know she does leave a lot she is right well she's trying to hide (laughs) that's what you have to do to hide you have to leave leopold meets with his housekeeper she tells leopold that dominique doesn't want to leave poor charles and mac is sad thinking that dominique left town but she shows up at the club and hugs him and tells him that she couldn't leave him. Mrs. Perry shows up to see Dominique and tells her that Leopold wants her to be happy and let her go free. Dominique is so excited, and she says that she can't wait to tell Mac when the club opens, and then Mrs. Perry opens the door and is shocked by what she sees. And then later, Mac and Dominique find her dead. So I'm guessing she saw her killer. Mm -hmm. Mac confronts Dominique when they discover Mrs. Perry's dead body. 
Mac comes in and asks everyone to leave as they had to close that he has to close the club. There's been a death on the premises. That cannot be good opening night. <laughs> no. Robert questions Dominique about Mrs. Perry's death and Dominique goes home with Bobby and Tony to get some rest. Mac and Robert discuss circumstances of Mrs. Perry's two visits to Port Charles. Mac and Dominique talk about making sense of Mrs. Perry's death and she tells him Robert and Anna were just visiting her. Robert left a note for Dominique and he told her that Leopold is coming to Port Charles to see her. Dominique is very upset. Mac tells her that she should ignore Leopold. Dominique says he doesn't understand. She has to do what he says. Mac kisses her and says he will never let anything come between them. See, I thought that when she had the flashback on her wedding day, it was because maybe she was forced to marry Leopold. Mm. So that's where I was just like, I thought she was just having like, this was not good on my wedding day. Right. But to see that her dad was shot to death. Yeah, that'd be a little traumatic. Yeah. Dominique and Mac meet Leopold at the hotel. He wants to speak to her alone. And Mac is like, nope, she wants a divorce. Dominique is worried about what Leopold will do to her and Mac. And Mac says he will protect her. Oh. So then July 26th, Mac and Dominique are trying to get into their apartment. It's been sealed off as being under investigation of a crime scene. I think that's where Mrs. Perry was staying. Uh, that's okay. what I'm putting together. Okay. The coroner tells Robert it was indeed murder. She was injected with something to make her heart stop. Robert tells Mac what happened with Mrs. Perry's death. Robert fills Anna in on the situation and Mac tells Dominique about Mrs. Perry getting murdered. Robert tells Mac that Leopold got a court order making him Dominique's conservator. So the scrapbook says Leopold Taub arrives in Port Charles with more than cartel business on his mind. He wanted his wife Dominique back. Taub battles Mac endlessly for control over her. And then in a struggle with Taub's men, a gunshot restores Dominique's hearing. But when Taub was named her guardian, he had her declared mentally incompetent and committed her to, it says Shadowbrook. Uh-huh. It's Shadowbrook, not Shadybrook? Yep. And then Mac was determined to save her. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to get ahead. But I'm, that made it sound like it was all one scene. And I'm confused with the, the hearing stuff. That's coming. All right. So July 30th, Dominique shows up at the Outback. She says goodbye to Connor and Finian. They hold a memorial service for Mrs. Perry. Dominique arrives with Mac. Leopold asks Mac to leave, but he won't. Dominique tells Mac that she overheard a man near the door congratulate Leopold on a successful assassination. Leopold lets Mac say goodbye to Dominique. Mac tells her that he installed a special phone in her room that she can call him on. When did he do that? <laughs> but okay. I don't know. Jenny gets a phone call that someone wants to see her now. Robert is on the phone. Mac walks in. They are worried about the assassination Dominique told them about. Dominique, meanwhile, is having breakfast with Leopold. A nurse shows up to take care of Dominique. She's freaked out. Mac is in Robert's office going crazy missing Dominique. Robert tells Mac that they have figured out Leopold, Paul, and possibly Faison are all working together. Mac sees Jenny in the park, and she tells him she is glad he is in love. Aww. In August, Leopold is holding Dominique under lock and key. Mac is going nuts not seeing her or talking to her. Tom and Simone meet in his office, and they talk about Mac and Dominique getting separated. Tom says that he found out why Dominique was institutionalized from trauma when her father died. Her husband had saved her, quote, I'm assuming, quote, right. quote. Robert is trying to figure out whether or not Mac will be able to overturn Leopold's custody of her. Tom finds out that he has to testify as an expert witness in Dominique's hearing. Meanwhile, Leopold cuts off all communication with the outside world for Dominique and she melts down. Robert and Anna are getting dressed in his office after having sex. And Mac comes in and tells them that Tobe is de disconnected, has disconnected his communication with Dominique and Dominique sneaks out of her room. She escapes to the she escapes the house and comes to the outback looking for Mac. They tell her that Mac went to New York to get her out of the house. Leopold comes home and finds Mac there, but no Dominique. Mac calls Robert and tells him that he is with Dominique, and she tells Mac that she won't go back to Leopold. Robert tells Anna that Mac and Dominique ran off to find each other and how they did it in Port Charles and got hit by a car. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Mac calls Robert's office and Anna answers. He tells her that he needs a safe house for him and Dominique. Tobe comes to Robert's office and accuses Mac of taking Dominique. Anna asks Bobby to hide Dominique in the brownstone, and Anna tells her that she can hide in Bobby's attic. They hide lots of people in the attic. Mm -hmm. 
Mac and Dominique are at the hospital, and Dominique finds out that her scans are all fine, so she wants to be released. Mac and Dominique travel, try to escape the hospital, but Robert has a visitor. It's Leopold. He threatens Robert with losing his job if he doesn't produce Dominique soon. Mac and Dominique are able to sneak out of the hospital. Anna brings them to the brownstone. They don't want Anna to tell Robert to put him in a bad position, so that way he can, you know, actually say he has no clue. Right. Leopold shows up and his men search the house, but don't find Mac and Dominique as they are hiding in the attic. Anna sneaks them some food and brings up Finian to see them. Who's Finian? I don't, I don't know. know. Don't even know that name. Uh, Mac and Dominique talk about her taking him away from his family that he's just found. And Mac tells her how important she is to him. Leopold, meanwhile, is still looking for her and his men are searching the brownstone. I'm assuming again. And they take Tony captive. Then they take Tom and Simone as well. Leopold's men are still trying to find Mac and Dominique. Anna and Finian show up at the brownstone and the gunmen get them. Mac comes out of hiding and he and Anna knock them out. Leopold comes in and takes Dominique. Leopold has a plane, has Dominique on a plane to New York. His plane is delayed and Robert gives it, says Robert gives it to Mac for thinking he could just, oh, he gives it to him like he yells at him. Okay. Okay. For thinking he could just whisk Dominique away. Robert offers to help Mac find her, and Robert and Mac question the guys who broke into the brownstone. Dominique tells Leopold she loves Mac, and she wants him to leave her alone. He threatens to kill Mac and put her in a psychiatric ward if she ever tries to run off again. Robert calls the airport and tells them to hold all flight plans for Tobe's plane. Mac tells Robert that Dominique can now hear after a gunshot at Tony's, and Robert thinks that she has been lying all along. Okay. The doctor questions Dominique in front of Mac about her being forced to come back home and someone at the DA's office is there too. Dominique lies and says that she was not forced to come home. Mac sneaks back in and sees Dominique alone. Dominique tells Mac that she had to lie. Mac and Robert are having coffee waiting for Dominique's hearing. Dominique's hearing is about to begin. Leopold tells Mac he won't get her. Leopold Tob is on the stand saying that Dominique is his whole world. Dominique takes the stand. She says that she left her husband of her own free will. They forced Dominique to admit that when she was forced to leave Port Charles, she was considered considering suicide. Mac tells Dominique not to give up yet. And then on August 19th, the judge makes a decision in Dominique's case. He says Leopold gets conservatorship for one year. Dominique freaks out. The lawyer says if Dominique has any relatives of legal age, they could get them in charge of her. Robert asks Dominique if she has any other relatives. She remembers some aunt she has. Mac tries to steal a key to Leopold's house. He finds Dominique in her room. He tells her that he will rescue her. Mac is still sneaking into Dominique's house to see her. Leopold locks Dominique in her room. Mac sneaks in. Dominique tells Mac that Leopold is planning another assassination. Mac tries to sneak Dominique out of the house. Mac gets caught and beat up. Leopold tries to get Dominique to pack for her trip. She says that she won't go with him. Mac shows up all beat up at Robert's place. Dominique tells Leopold that she will never go anywhere with him. He is taking her to Bavaria. Dominique pretends to jump off the balcony to kill herself, but it's part of Connor's plan to rescue her. See, and they forgot to mention all the Connor stuff. Like that they talked about this and yeah, yeah, that they made these plans. Right. And that's not in this book either. So Leopold is devastated that Dominique has jumped off the balcony. Robert and Bill are drunk. Mac is at the outback waiting for word on Dominique. Anna calls Mac to find out where Robert is. Leopold asks the authorities if Dominique could have survived the impact of her falling into the river. Faison calls to find out what's going on. He says he will pay a visit to the outback to see about Dominique. And then Leopold discovers a note in Dominique's purse about running away with Mac. Meanwhile, Mac is outside of a safe house waiting for Dominique to meet him. They reunite and kiss and share a romantic evening. Does that mean they fell into bed? I guess. (laughs) Back in Port Charles, Sean and Tiffany hear on the news that Dominique jumped and committed suicide. Bobby is with Sly at Kelly's waiting on Bill to show up. Felicia shows up. She tells Bobby something horrible happened. She tells Bobby Dominique killed herself. Mac and Dominique continue to hide out. Mac tells Dominique that he can't live without her and that she is his whole life. Dominique hears about her suicide on the radio and is so happy. (laughs) She tells Mac she is free. 
They are waiting for Finian to arrive with their new identities and plane tickets. Tony comes with Bobby and Felicia to the house to see who is there. They see Mac and Dominique. They are so happy she is alive. Meanwhile, Robert is visiting Leopold about Dominique's death. Harlan talks to Faison and Leopold on the phone about Dominique dying. Harlan tells Leopold that he thinks Dominique's death could draw attention to the cartel. He tells him he tells him Robert was there questioning them about Dominique's death. Anna goes to see Mac and Dominique. Anna and Robert go looking for Dominique and Mac. They get to all say goodbye. Mac and Dominique are at the airport. They see Faison. They need to make a run for it. Mac and Dominique go to some cabin. Some guys come and attack Mac at the cabin. Mac and Dominique discuss getting supplies. Faison meets with the couple who are Faison meets with the couple who are tailing Dominique. They find Dominique's scarf. They tell him she didn't commit suicide. Mac tells Dominique they are going to be okay and go shopping for supplies. Faison comes to meet with Leopold to show him the scarf before the others arrive. He tells Leopold that Dominique might really be alive. In September, Mac and Dominique are having a picnic. Leopold tells Harlan and Faison that Dominique is alive. Mac and Dominique are still away and working at a local bar, and Leopold is still looking for her. Dominique and Mac come are coming back to where they are staying with some groceries, and they are talking about a dream that he had had. He tells her that he just wants to be with her and stay with her forever. He says he's in love with her and they start to have sex, but Dominique stops and says she can't. Mac freaks out saying he is on an emotional roller coaster. Dominique says Leopold is still with her in her head and Mac tells her she may need a doctor. I have such a hard time seeing that in Mac. Yeah. But. Okay. Yeah. That was hard to read. I was like, "Mm, it. It gets worse in one other place. Not worse, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's still icky. Mac returns and Dominique tries to seduce him, which I don't like because I feel like she's, she feels just like she has she to do ready, that. Right. Yeah. He turns her down saying that would make him no better than Leopold. See, that makes me be like, okay, good. You realize what you did earlier was really, really bad. Right. On September 17th, 1991, Leopold had someone spying on Mac and Dominique. Dominique and Mac are getting sick of being on the lamb. Dominique sees an article about herself in the paper, and Mac knows that people are onto them. He tells Dominique they need to run. Mac find they're finally able to sleep together, and she freaks out again. She tells Mac that the first time she slept with Leopold was her first time. On the 23rd, Mac returns to the outback, and he thinks about Dominique. Connor comes in, and Dominique sneaks off into her old house. Mac tells Robert about breaking off with Dominique and tells him that there was no sex because she freaked out. Why would he share that? I don't know. I feel like this is all taking, hopefully, hopefully being taken very out of context with just a couple lines. Okay. I want to think that the Mac. Okay. We know. Wouldn't be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he was more concerned. That could be. Saying, I don't know, like every time we tried to get close, you know, she would freak out. Okay. I'm really concerned with her. I'm going to take that. And That's that what I'm hoping because. Reading this is, is gross. Yeah. Dominique hears Leopold coming and hides with her cat. Robert asks Mac if he thinks Dominique will be safe at Serenity. And Robert tells Mac that Tobe sabotaged Tony's research and that Hornsby, Tobe, Faison, and Barrett are all part of the cartel. Dominique tries again to locate her aunt's files in Leopold's study. Then she tries to call Mac. Dominique finds letters from her aunt and Leopold tells Dominique at their house. Leopold sees Dominique is at their house. He tells her that he had to commit her aunt. Mm-hmm. Gee, I see a pattern of things that he does. Mm-hmm. Mac and Connor talk about Dominique, and he starts to thinking about how much he misses her. Dominique finds her cat is dead. Aww. She confronts Leopold, who makes her think she is crazy when her cat walks in. <sighs> I don't like this guy. No. I mean, yeah. No. Tope realizes that Dominique has her hearing back. And Dominique tells Leopold she does not love him. Why would he think she did after all of this? Right. Then she takes a nap. I mean, sometimes she gets tired. Leopold picks up Dominique and tries to take her to bed with him. And she threatens him that she will hurt him. Oh, good job. He tries to talk Dominique down to drop her weapon. So apparently she picked up some kind of a weapon. I'm thinking a candlestick. Okay. 
That's just what I'm thinking. Given, <laughs> given that they're in, in a, a bedroom with a candle, they're stick. in a mansion. I feel like it's an older, like style mansion, it. so it'd be a candlestick. Then she tries to escape. Leopold injects her with a drug to sedate her, and Dominique is at the sanitarium. She wants to see her old doctor. They tell her that he has died. I'm thinking Leopold killed him. That could be just on this pattern here. Could be. So then in October, Robert, Mac, and Anna are working on Dominique's case. They are trying to track down Irene Taub. They are trying to figure out if she is Leopold's first wife. They decide to go to the sanitarium to find out. Mac tells Anna about Dominique and her hesitation to make love to him. Mac, calm down. Dominique starts her therapy. She tells the doctor she loves Mac. She also tells the therapist that she would agree to the treatment, but she wants a friend to be there with her. She tells her she can't because Leopold has conservatorship over her. Matt comes into Robert's office. They found Aunt Irene and that she is dead. She was Dominique's aunt and Leopold's first wife. Mm-hmm. He had her killed. Uh-huh. Ew. Yep. The therapist asks Dominique if she had talked to her husband. Mac tries to sneak into Shadowbrook. Someone stops him, but he manages to make it to Dominique's room. Mac shows up at BJ's party and talks to Felicia about getting to see Dominique. I want to know what happened to Shadowbrook and when it became Shadowbrook. That's really funny. A few weeks later, Mac reads a letter from Dominique. Anna and Mac talk about Dominique and her recovery. Dominique is at Shadowbrook talking to a patient. She is worried she will never get out of there. Dominique works with the doctor at Shadowbrook. She tells the doctor she is no longer feeling threatened by Leopold. She tells her that she really loves Mac, even though she was not ready for a relationship with him. And then on the 14th, a nurse comes in to give them an update on Dominique. She has made progress and she wants to find Mac to tell him she is attending a seminar at GH. Bobby and Tony tell her they are speaking at the seminar. Dominique is having a therapy session. Mac shows up at the hospital and needs some help. He finds Dominique is on the road to recovery. Dominique calls Mac and tells him she's making good progress. On the 26th, Connor tells Mac he heard noises coming from Dominique's old apartment above the Outback. I didn't know that there was apartments above the Outback. Did not either. In December, Dominique hears the story about the cartel being brought down on TV and sees Mac. She says she feels like she is ready to join the outside world now. She tells him that she saw him on the news and Mac tells her he has some loose ends to tie up and she invites him to come over and visit her tomorrow. Mac wants Anna to come by the Outback that evening and tells her about wanting Dominique wanting to see him. Mac arrives to see Dominique, and the nurse tells him that it could take Dominique years to completely, years and years to completely recover. Dominique is in a therapy session talking about Leopold, and her doctor tells her that she thinks she can be released and do outpatient therapy. She is thrilled. Dominique walks out and sees Mac, and she tells him the good news. They share a sweet scene where they tell each other when they look into each other's eyes, all is right with the world. Oh, my. Dominique and Mac talk about the night she wouldn't make love to him. And she says she just can't think, didn't think any man could be different than Leopold. They kiss and then Mac heads out. Mac gets a visit from Charlotte, who is Dominique's nurse. Another name we are reusing. Mm-hmm. She talks to Mac about Dominique and she tries to convince him that Dominique might not get better. Mac says he is going to Shadowbrook to tell Dominique that her husband was killed. Charlotte says she is afraid Dominique might not be stable enough to handle the death of her husband. Pretty sure she's going to be excited. Mac decides to go to Shadowbrook anyway and talk with her. He tells Dominique about Leopold being dead and she is upset even though she hated him. Then she gets happy and realizes she's free. Dominique's doctor tells her that she contacted the court and they will review the status of her conservatorship. Mac tells Charlotte that Dominique took the news well and she kisses him goodbye, but it turns into a real kiss. What? Dear Charlotte, what are we doing? Right. Mac finds a report on Dominique that says she has bipolar disorder, and Mac has no idea that it was that bad with Dominique. Dominique gets a letter saying she can be her own conservator if she wants. Question. Are you, that you're not that your own conservator, you're just your own person. Thank you. Thank you. I do not have conservatorship over myself. I'm just. I mean, being, I think you do, but, but I'm just, it's you don't need a legal document saying right. I'm allowed to make my own decision. <laughs> Some people should. That's very true. Okay. She just has to go to the doctors to make her case. And Dominique calls Mac. She tells him about her hearing with the doctors in that afternoon. Charlotte tells Dominique that Mac kissed her 
goodbye the other night and that he must miss Dominique. I'm pretty sure men don't kiss other women if they're missing another woman. I would hope not. A doctor comes. Dominique goes in front of the hearing and she sort of loses it at the end. A doctor comes to talk to her and Dominique tells her that her mother was insane and killed herself. She then tells Dominique that her mother did not kill herself and she wasn't insane. She takes Dominique back to the time her mother was crying and she figures out that her father shot her mother, that on her wedding day, she remembers going deaf because of the trauma and she remembers that Leopold forced herself himself on her and she yells at the doctor and the doctor says yelling is good and that is that she is ready to go out there again and be in a relationship with mac i feel like that might i mean there'll be a lot yeah Yeah. mac calls charlotte especially when you're just now remembering it like maybe let's spend a week on that yeah maybe the weekend sure not the same 55 minute session no Mm -hmm. mac calls charlotte to ask about the report and charlotte tells mac that she is in bad shape and will take years and years to recover. This nurse is not okay. The committee meets about Dominique's case. She says her one-on-one session was great with Dominique. Dominique goes in to answer questions. They want to know if she was going to pursue a relationship with Mac. She says yes. Dominique gets released. Charlotte tells her Mac has been feeling she is too dependent on her. Dominique says she hasn't made plans like that. Dominique is free to go. The committee tells her that she needs to meet with Leopold's lawyer. The lawyer tells her she is a very wealthy woman. Dominique is back at her estate. She is in control. She is amazed at how much money she is inheriting. Robert tries to ask Mac if he likes this Charlie. Mac is still thinking about Dominique. Robert and Anna talk that Robin is growing up and they wonder if Mac will see Dominique again. What the heck does Robin growing up have to do with that? I think it was just like one conversation. (laughs) Okay. Dominique finds a cassette tape. And plays her and Mac's song. Mac is thinking about her too, even though he is with Charlie. They kiss, but then Mac is called away downstairs to help at the Outback. Robin says she wished Uncle Mac was with Dominique. Dominique is all happy to be celebrating Christmas at home. Mac dances with Charlie. He starts kissing her. They decide to go home, but Mac calls her Dominique. Ooh, she gets upset. Yeah. Dominique sends her staff away on a cruise. She is planning her own little holiday herself. Anna fills Mac in about Faison. He tells Anna Dominique has been released from Shadowbrook and hasn't called him. Mac and Dominique reunite. She tells him about all the changes she is making in her life. He is amazed at how strong she is. The doorbell rings. There is a delivery for Anna. Mac tells him to put it under the tree. Mac brings Dominique to the hospital party. Dominique and Mac almost kiss, but Charlotte shows up. Dominique tells Charlie she knows why she told her not to come see Mac. She figures out Charlie's game. Dominique tells Charlie that she is moving back into her apartment over the outback. Dominique tells Charlie to find another place to live. And Dominique tells Mac she is glad to move back in. Mac asks Dominique out for New Year's Eve, and Dominique gets a call with heavy breathing. Anna and Dominique discuss her new living arrangements, and they are shopping and discussing her stay in Port Charles. Dominique tells Anna how Charlie is making prank calls to her. I think that Charlie is Charlotte. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I that's what I'm thinking too, yeah. Okay. She told her once that someone was following her and she thinks Charlie is now playing on that fear. Mac catches Dominique as she falls off a ladder and they end up on top of each other. Oops. Mac tells Dominique he doesn't want her to go anywhere until Robert catches the stalker. Mac insists on protecting Dominique. She really does have a stalker on her patio and Dominique is confronted by the stalker. He wants some of her $50 million. Nice. He knocks her down and pulls a knife on her. He makes her write a note to Mac that says she went to the movies. Mac tells Robert and Anna that Dominique ran off and stood him up that night. Mac is nervous about where she went. He sees a headline about Dominique inheriting $50 million. The newspaper stand tells him that someone bought all 50 papers. Dominique Stalker starts smashing all of her stuff. She gives him a painting worth $24,000. Dominique saves herself right as Mac comes in and helps her. I love that she saved herself right before he got there. I don't need you. Mac insists on spending the night. They toast to the new year. They almost kiss, but then Mac gets called down to the club. Dominique shows up at the party, and Robert tells Dominique that he needs her to make a statement. Mac and Dominique dance. 
Robert and Anna talk about Max's situation with Dominique and Charlie. The clock strikes midnight. Everyone kisses. Charlie kisses Mac and Dominique sees it and runs out. Yeah, that had more than scrapbook. The scrapbook just says, released from Shadowbrook, Dominique returns to Port Charles as a very wealthy widow. She hopes to pick up her relationship with Mac. He was impressed with her new independence. Yeah. Connor is Mac's friend who is an illegal alien from Mexico. FYI. It just tells me this now. <laughs> so their timing is a little off because we've been hearing about Connor and it tells me this at the very ending of 91. But at least we know that's who he is. Yes. So I think that we're just going to leave it at 91. Sounds good. We will follow up next week with part two. See, I thought it was going to be, at first I thought it was just going to be Dominique and it was going to be maybe an hour if we were lucky. Then I was like, okay, it's just going to be Dominique and Mac and then Dominique and Scotty. And then no, here we are. We are only six, because think about it, she joined in June. So that was only six months. We never end up where we think we're going to. We don't. Which is half the fun. It is. It really, really is. And I had no idea about like all of this. Yep. So we will pick up next week with what happens in 1992. But in the meantime, join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.